missed fall enrollment? It's your time to shine at William Peace University. WPU is enrolling for the spring semester at our co-ed university in the heart of Raleigh. We offer more than 30 majors, including esports and gaming administration, simulation and game design, and interactive design. Our classes are taught by full professors, and our small class size means you get one-on-one instruction and immersive learning. Plus, we connect students with internships. William Peace University, your time to shine. Get started today at peace.edu. Shot in 4K Ultra High Definition, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Breaking news, a woman is dead and a man injured in a shooting at a Durham hotel. WRA's Michael Grace has been at the scene all night. He'll bring us up to speed on what he's learned. And it's a cooler start this morning with temperatures in the 40s and 50s, but that does not mean it's not going to be a warm afternoon. I'll show you how close to records will be. A benefit that has been helping to put food on the table for hundreds of thousands of people ends today. Coming up, how you can help out those who are losing that assistance. Big deal. We'll have some mm-hmm. solutions for you. Just one of the many stories we are covering for you. I'm Jeff Hogan. Welcome to your Wednesday. And I'm Renee Chu, and welcome to March. It is <laughs> March 1st, and our morning temperatures keep going up and down. Yesterday was on the warm side. Today, you'll need a jacket. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center with where we're starting. The jacket definitely felt good walking in this morning. This is a live look at Apex, where everything is nice and quiet. 53 degrees right now, and it's a little breezy. We have a wind coming out of the east at about 13 miles per hour. We take another look at these temperatures. We're in the mid-40s up near the Virginia line, and then in the mid-50s down south, 54 Fayetteville, 53. Clinton. It's 49 in Goldsboro, 52 degrees in Southern Pine. So uh, these temperatures are still on the mild side, but definitely cooler than what we saw yesterday by 10 to 15 degrees. So you'll probably notice the difference heading out the door. Still going to be a very warm day. We're going to climb on up into the 60s as we get to, say, 10 or 11 o'clock. Our lunchtime temperature is going to be in the mid to upper 60s, and then we'll climb into the mid to upper 70s across the area. We will see increasing clouds this afternoon because we're about to head into a wetter pattern. Tomorrow morning is likely to be wet. We'll see more rain overnight and into early Friday. And Friday has the potential to bring us some severe storms. We're looking at a level two risk in our southwestern counties and right through the middle of the viewing area. It's a level one risk. We're going to walk through the timeline coming up. Now to breaking news. One person is dead, another injured after a shooting at a hotel in Durham. This happened around 11 o'clock. Michael Grace is in the WRL breaking news tracker live at the Extended Stay America. That's on Highway 55. Michael, police still there now. This is five hours later. Yeah, that's right, Jeff. And one of the officers I spoke with when I got here at around 1.30 says they will probably be here for the foreseeable future. And this is a massive crime scene that they have blocked off here in the parking lot at the extended stay. I want to get you to this video from the WRAL breaking news tracker. This video also coming in right before 2 a.m. and they have blocked off nearly every entryway here at the extended stay. Uh, I tried getting closer to get video and we were quickly blocked off with crime tape. Now what we do know so far, that woman who was shot taken to the hospital where she later died. The other man who was shot has non-life-threatening injuries and you can kind of see some evidence markers there and some of the video that we were able to get but right now i'm still working with authorities to find out if they have any leads on a shooter so i'll keep you updated once i get those answers live in durham michael grace wral news
Starting today, food pantries in North Carolina are preparing for an increase of people needing their help, a benefit that has been helping to put food on the table for hundreds of thousands of people ends today. WRN's Nia Hardin is live at the Interfaith Food Shuttle in Raleigh to explain what's changing and how you can help. Nia, good morning. Good morning. Well, starting today, you have places like Interfaith Food Shuttle that are going to uh, be expecting to see more people who are going to be in need of food assistance. And that's because families enrolled in the federal supplemental nutrition assistance program will lose at least $95 per month. This is part of the additional money families had been receiving during the pandemic. Barbara Morales-Burke with Interfaith Food Shuttle, she says they've already seen an increase in the need of food. And while they do not know how much more will be needed, she says they are ready to meet the demand. We're going to be listening to what we hear from those partner agencies. We're going to uh, listen to them about what kind of change they're, uh, they're seeing in the level of need and what those specific needs are. And then as our resources permit, we'll do our best to fill them. But what we do can only be done with the support of the community. And there are several food assistance options as well as ways to donate. You can get that information on the WRL News app. Nia Harden, WRL News in Raleigh. Some food benefits for children affected by COVID in North Carolina aren't ending yet. The state's Department of Health and Human Services just got approval to continue its Pandemic Electronic Benefits Program, PEBT. That program provides help for eligible kids who can't access meals at school or in childcare because of COVID-related absences or closures. With this extension, PEBT will last until May 11th now when the pandemic health emergency ends. New this morning, UNC police are looking for a woman who robbed a student on campus. Police sent out a crime alert around 1015 last night about the robbery. It happened at Morrison Residence Hall around 8 p.m. Police say a woman entered a student's room, assaulted and threatened them. The woman then went through the student's belongings and took money before leaving. Anyone with information should call UNC police. North Carolina voters could get another chance to repeal a Jim Crow era voter test from the state's constitution. A bill to remove a literacy test for voters has its first hearing in the House Judiciary Committee today. It would put an amendment on the ballot next year to get rid of a literacy requirement for voters, which dates back to 1899. Now, the requirement is already unenforceable because of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. An amendment to remove it from the state constitution was last on the ballot in 1970. Voters rejected it. It'll be a busy two days for the people in charge of North Carolina's public schools. The State Board of Education is meeting at 10 this morning. Members cover a variety of topics, including progress on a new teacher licensure program. They'll also discuss education bills making their way through the General Assembly. That includes a measure to require computer science classes for all high schoolers. We'll stream that meeting on WRL.com and on our news app. Starting today, you'll be able to drink alcohol on the streets of downtown Garner. The town's downtown social district will begin at noon every day starting today. It will be open until 10 each night, except Sunday, when it will end at 5 p.m. Boundaries for the social district will be clearly marked with signage at the entrances and exits. Following breaking news from overnight, at least three police officers were shot in Kansas City while executing a search warrant there. It happened just before 10 last night. Officers knocked on the door of a home and attempted to enter. 
While they were knocking, shots were fired towards the officers who then returned gunfire. According to authorities, the three officers suffered non-life-threatening injuries and are expected to survive. No further information has been released. New this morning, a death investigation is underway in Robinson County. According to the sheriff's office there, the investigation is focused around the 2000 block of Highway 72 West in Lumberton. We know that deputies, homicide and crime scene investigators were on the scene overnight. We're working to learn more information on the victim and we'll be sure to report that information when we have it. WRL has learned North Carolina State Auditor Beth Wood paid $7,700 in damages for a hit and run crash. That money covered repairs and towing costs after she crashed a state car in December. She faces hit and run charges for the incident. Overnight, Beth Wood released a statement that reads, I have paid out of pocket for damages to the state car I was driving and to the car I hit. If I could go back and change my decision that night, it would be different. But all I can do moving forward is take responsibility for the accident and fix what was broken. The accident does not define me, nor does it take away from the phenomenal work we've done in my administration. 438 right now, we have a recall to tell you about this morning. It is affecting a certain brand of eye drops. We explain the risks it poses to people's eyesight. Plus, you may have already noticed it on your car. Pollen season coming early this year. We hear from experts on why an early start to the season does not necessarily mean quicker relief for people with allergies. And we take a live look. This is Goldsboro. Good morning to you. Another nice day for all of us ahead. But that'll change starting tomorrow. And coming up, Elizabeth Gardner will tell us when we have our next chance of rain. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 442. It's a nice quiet start out there. It's a live look at Sanford this morning. We're looking at mainly clear skies. We'll see an increase in our cloud cover this afternoon, but today during the daylight hours, it stays dry. It's 52 in Southern Pines, 45 in Lewisburg, 46 in Tarboro, 44 in South Hill. So it's cooler in a lot of places, around 10 degrees cooler than it was yesterday. 52 in Irwin, 50 degrees right now in Goldsboro. So exercise-wise, you know, upper 40s to around 50 feels pretty good if you're going to go for a run or do something, you know, fairly strenuous outside. By lunchtime, we climb up into the mid to upper 60s, and then we're back into the mid 70s this afternoon. We, of course, have rain on the way. I'll show you when to expect it. We have a couple of wet morning commutes coming up the next few days. I'll show you the timeline. Happening right now in the WRL Life Center, 38 people are dead after a passenger train carrying more than 350 people collided with a freight train. This all happening in Greece last night. Uh, they say 85 people are badly hurt right now. The impact caused a fire in several of the passenger carriages, burning many of those commuters. 150 firefighters and first responders remain on the scene right now. They are continuing to go through the train cars looking for any trapped people. The government says the Army has been contacted to help with rescue efforts. There is no word yet on what caused this collision. Michelle, thanks. A bipartisan group of lawmakers says the U.S. needs to keep a close eye on China. In its first hearing last night, the House Select Committee on China stressed the potential dangers the country poses to the U.S. Lawmakers from both parties displayed a rare show of unity in addressing the threats. So we don't have to agree on everything, but when it comes to the threat we face from the Chinese Communist Party, I think we see it clearly and we want to identify that bipartisan center of gravity where we can push back against transnational repression from the CCP. 
Separate from the hearing, lawmakers are also concerned about China's relationship with Russia. U.S. officials have given China fair warning, saying there will be consequences if it helps Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Kobe Bryant's wife, Vanessa, will get almost $30 million from Los Angeles County. The settlement announced yesterday ends a long legal battle over graphic photos shared by sheriff's deputies. This was after Kobe Bryant's deadly helicopter crash more than three years ago. Vanessa Bryant says she filed a legal action to protect her husband's legacy and her daughter, Gianna's, who also died in that crash along with seven other people. An eye drop ointment is being recalled because it could lead to blindness. This comes after an initial recall of the brand Global Pharma Healthcare's artificial tears. Those drops caused a death. Now the FDA says the Delsum Pharma artificial eye ointment can lead to an eye infection, which could potentially cause blindness. This is because of a possible bacteria contamination. If you have this ointment, throw it away immediately and contact your doctor if you have reaction. Shaw University is one step closer to allowing developers to build taller towers on its historic campus in downtown Raleigh. The city's planning commission has approved the university's request to rezone the 27-acre campus for buildings up to 12, 20, and 30 stories tall. Shaw plans to lease the land to developers, creating a Shaw U district. The university says the development will generate money to pay for upgrades around campus. Some alumni worry it will erase the history of the school, which is the first historically black university in the South. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. Um, it just means we're going to have a longer growing season, giving our trees just more time to emit pollen um, and unfortunately make those allergies that much worse. Well, Raleigh City Council will have the final say on the rezoning project. Many Americans are still struggling with inflation. Lending Club reports 60% of adults in the U.S. lived paycheck to paycheck last month. That's 4% lower than a year ago. Financial experts say people are getting used to consistent inflation and are making changes to their daily spending to account for higher prices. San Bernardino County, California, is under state of emergency during a winter storm that has dumped several feet of snow in that area, and many of those people in the county's mountain communities are snowed in. The county is looking for state and federal assistance to clear the snow from the highways and neighborhoods. Your eyes and allergies aren't deceiving you. Pollen season has arrived earlier this year. Experts at NC State say we are three weeks ahead of schedule for the pine pollen seen coating surfaces all around the triangle. This means we're in a longer season of suffering when it comes to allergies. And they have a heads up if you think an early start means an early finish for pollen season. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. Um, it just means we're gonna have a longer growing season giving our trees just more time to emit pollen um, and unfortunately make those allergies that much worse. So a longer pollen season. Studies show trees will likely be putting out more than 200% more pollen in the coming years. That is what Elizabeth Gardner has been talking about here for the last couple of days because of these temperatures. We're, we're kind of fooling those buds into blooming a little bit early, Elizabeth. Yeah, three weeks early. We talked about that actually several weeks ago about how it looked like we were going to be at least two or three weeks early in leafing out on the trees. And of course, that means the pollen starts earlier as well. The flowers are blooming earlier. It's all, uh, it's all made for some very pleasant conditions, but it looks like we're going to back it up in March and actually see the 
middle of the month being cooler than normal, which we haven't seen cooler than normal in forever. You know, we talked about this yesterday that we are looking at the warmest winter season on record at RDU since 1945. It's a little bit cooler this morning. 53 degrees feels nice out there. We may dip into the 40s in the Triangle area here in just a little bit, and then we'll climb back up into the 60s by lunchtime. Right now we do have some 40s on the map, 46 in Roxburgh, 44 in South Hill, 54 Fayetteville, 49 in Goldsboro. So it's a it's a cool but definitely above normal start. We're just, you know, it's hard to remember what, what is normal because we've been so far above normal for the last couple of months in general. 81 in Goldsboro this afternoon, 83 in Clinton, 74 in Durham, 70 in Roxborough, 78 in Southern Pines. So we'll have a pretty wide range in our temperatures. But our normal low is 37. So while we're talking about, you know, upper 40s, low 50s feeling cooler, it is way above normal. March 1st, we should be seeing a low of 37 and a high of 59. So we're going to blow that out of the water. No records today, but still way above normal. By the end of the month, our normal low is 44 and our normal high is 68. So we do tend to see a lot of warming during the month of March. This March may be different because it was so warm in January and February. We backed that up to closer to or even below normal. All right, let's talk about that pollen. We know it's high for trees, especially pine, but there are a lot of other trees that cause allergies uh, to flare up. So elm, cedar, oak, and birch are all high for today. I love this. This may be hard to see, and I'm not sure that you can really tell because this is so cute. Um, this was out in our parking lot yesterday. It's still February, WRAL News from Justin Arner, who's one of our uh, one of our co-workers here. Pine pollen normally lasts around three weeks. It is likely to last a lot longer than that this year. It usually declines mid to late April. And of course, this is the first of March. Grass and weed pollen tends to increase in May. But look at what happened back in 2017 when we had a very warm February. We had a big bump in our pollen in February. And then it started to taper off a little bit. It bumped up a few times in March. And then we still got it when we normally get it in April. So that's a long pollen season, but it may come and go. As a matter of fact, it's high today, but it's likely to be much lower on Thursday and Friday because we have rain on the way. Our rain chances tomorrow are mostly in the morning in the first half of the day. We'll have another round of rain that rolls in on Friday, and we already have the potential for some severe storms in our southwestern counties. We're going to go over the timeline for the rain on Thursday and Friday and talk about that severe weather threat coming up. Over the weekend, we're looking pretty mild and nice with sunny skies again. Sounds good, Elizabeth, thank you. A beacon of hope five months after Hurricane Ian devastated parts of Florida. Coming up, we hear from Sanibel Island residents on what the relighting of the island's lighthouse represents to them. Plus. If I don't come back in two minutes, it's because the cows got me. Oh boy, coming up, we'll explain the meaning behind this Cumberland County women's comment and where these mysterious cows came from. Disney returns to a magical world. Showtime's hit drama Billions brings back a familiar face and more. Here's Ashley Dvorkin with the story. How did you come to Neverland? A new Peter Pan debuts. Colette joins the mafia and the weekend makes history in the Hollywood nation. The weekend has reached another career milestone. The singer has become the number one artist in the world on Spotify, scoring the biggest monthly listener count with more than 100 million. His hit song, Blinding Lights, is the most streamed song of all time on the platform, with 3.4 billion and counting. That's right. I am 
a monster. Axe is back. Showtime announced Damian Lewis will reprise his role as Bobby Axe Axelrod for the seventh season of Billions. He returns for six of the 12 episodes. Lewis left the show at the end of season five. The hit drama is expected to return this year. What is going on? Tony Collette gets an offer she can't refuse in today's first looks. Bleecker Street released the trailer to the new comedy Mafia Mama, featuring Collette as an American woman who unexpectedly inherits her distant grandfather's mafia empire in Italy. The film arrives in theaters April 14th. Peter Pan? Were you expecting someone else? And Disney Plus is taking viewers back to Neverland. The streamer dropped the trailer to the live-action Peter Pan remake, Peter Pan and Wendy. Alexander Maloney and Ever Anderson play the title characters, alongside Jude Law as the villainous pirate Captain Hook and Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell. It will be available to stream April 28th. Where is Peter Pan? A lot of good viewing there. How about this? Not every day you see a small herd of cows roaming through a residential area. That's what this is, though. The cows were somewhat of a mystery to the folks who live in the James Creek community. Until now, anyway. About a dozen cows were captured on home security cameras and cell phones. They were spotted two months ago and came back again last month. Turns out the cows belong to a farmer who lives on the backside of that neighborhood who says on occasion storms may knock down parts of his fence and the cows escape. He is able to round them up when he finds them in the neighborhood by whistling to them. <laughs> it was the talk of Fayetteville. Florida's Sanibel Island Lighthouse is lit again five months after being knocked out by Hurricane Ian. The community celebrated the relighting with a ceremony yesterday. People who came out to see it says this is a beacon of hope for the island, which was badly damaged by Ian. Well, the island, and it was just important to have it going again. Hurricane Ian knocked out one of the lighthouse's legs when it made landfall as a Cat 4 storm on September 28th. A benefit that has been helping to put food on the table for hundreds of thousands of people ends today. Coming up, how you can help out those who are losing assistance. And we're following breaking news for you this morning. This is a live look in Durham where a woman was shot and killed and a man injured at an extended stay America. Overnight this happened. WRO's Michael Grace has been at that scene all night and he'll bring us up to speed on what he's learned. Missed fall enrollment? It's your time to shine at William Peace University. WPU is enrolling for the spring semester at our co-ed university in the heart of Raleigh. We offer more than 30 majors, including esports and gaming administration, simulation and game design, and interactive design. Our classes are taught by full professors, and our small class size means you get one-on-one -on -one instruction and immersive learning. Plus, we connect students with internships. William Peace University, your time to shine. Get started today at peace.edu. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.